25 minutes to 9 o'clock. It is Thursday night, which means it's Hiking with Tim Lundy. And of course, Hiking with Tim Lundy is brought to you by High Tech Sports. Cape Talk, Hiking with Tim Lundy. As always, welcome, Tim. It's Thursday. Yeah. Nice to be back in studio with you. Um, we're going to be talking about particularly flower trails today. I can't yes. drive down Marine Drive looking out at the pretty daisies. They are pretty. Yes. Coming up on the verge without my eyes starting to water <laughs> and my nose starting to clog up. Hay fever season is upon around us, the corner. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. That, that is the downside to it. But Look. walk around with a pig on your nose and open your eyes. It's beautiful. <laughs> or, <laughs> Or chow allergics 24-7. Exactly. That's what I, I tend to do. I suffer from it as well, so I know how you feel. But as always, we start hiking with Tim Lundy with our weekly rescue and safety recap. How safe have our mountains been? Uh, not so safe. They've been uh, quite busy. We've had um, almost a rescue every other day, or every day, in fact, um, this week. It's been very, very busy. Oh. It's just yeah, just the regular, regular kind of stuff that happens, and accidents happen, and... People need rescuing, and their team's waiting. Is it is it because the temperatures are heating up? It's lovely days. Uh, it's getting, it's becoming dark later. There's more and more so, people yeah. coming out of hibernation. Exactly. Winters. The, we're starting to see the back end of winter, I think. Mm. And we've had a good winter. It's been nice um, to be in the mountains and have all the rain and and um, all the rivers flowing nicely. It's, it was such a nice sound. But um, I think Cape Turnians, we we kind of get a little bit. Um, We've had enough of it now. <laughs> we, we like our summer too much. Well, of course, if you have any questions, any comments uh, regarding hiking trails, mountaineering, hiking around Cape Town and the Western Cape, you can, of course, uh, give me and Tim a call. Let us know. 021-446-0567 or 0725671567 or... And just reminding you, you can win a pair of new high techs by just simply... Sending us a WhatsApp message and giving us your favorite hiking trail in and around Cape Town. We'll be choosing a winner towards the end of the show. Um, but today we are talking about the Postberg Flower Trail. That's the along the West Coast, isn't it, Tim? It is, yes. Um, it's in West Coast National Park, actually. Um, so it kind of looks onto Langebaan, so it's on the other side of the lagoon. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful place uh, of the uh, of, uh, side of the world. We usually, you know, check out uh, Church Haven, go book ourselves on the beach there. But I've never actually walked in that side. What what what, what difference does it does it does it bring? Okay, so basically, you can't walk there for most of the year because it's closed off. Um, they very keep it very restricted, and um, so they only open for two months of the year when the flowers are at their best, mm. when the pollen count is at its highest. <laughs> and that's what makes it so special. People want to go out and go see the Robikis there, go see yeah. nature, go see this beautiful carpet of, of flowers in that. That's what makes it special. No, absolutely. So I went there two years ago for the first time to do the trail. I'd been there before to go and look at the flowers. Um, and you can, yeah, you can go um, to go and you can drive in. But the trail itself, um, I think I phoned in 27 times before I got through. What? Um, because they open it on the 1st of June. Um, and this year it was the 3rd of June because the 1st of June was a weekend. Mm. So, of course, they're not open. And I'm and, and I think I, yeah, I left it for about an hour or two. And unfortunately, there's only eight weeks um, that 
that it's open so only eight weekends that you can actually choose and um, by the time I phoned, they were all gone. So mm. the next best thing is a Friday, Saturday. Mm. So tomorrow morning, I'm off early, early to go to the flowers. So, so do they limit the, um, the amount of, of hiking groups that they go in there? Of course, you yeah. want to be as sensitive to, to, to the vegetation the, as to possible. To the vegetation, yeah. So they only allow 12 people per day uh, to do the, the, the mm. trail itself. Um, they do allow day visitors um, to do – there's a day walk as well mm. that's a little bit shorter – um, but they're very, very strict about staying on the path and mm. um, not uh, frolicking in the flowers and mm. running around and crushing all of them because, yeah, we've got to we've got to respect the fact that mm. um, it is a very eco-sensitive area and. Mm. Just how strict are they? We all love a good photo shoot in yeah, Kalkatas and Daisies. If you are <laughs> if you are that way, <laughs> if you are that way inclined, but uh, but uh, how how stringent are they? And how many patrols are they to make sure that you know you aren't walking off the path, you aren't going into this carpet of flowers, maybe affecting some of that vegetation? It's actually funny because even when you go in with a car, you're not allowed to get out of the car. And start taking photographs and stuff. They get very, very upset about that as well. Because the thing is, and some people go, oh, but it's just getting out of the car. But mm. if you can imagine how many cars are going in, if everyone gets out, yeah. it starts to cause traffic jams. And yeah, so they just say, look, carpet, nobody is allowed to get mm. out of the cars. You can still see the flowers from the car. It's rather, rather keep it like that um, mm. because it is an eco sensitive area. It is, has got wildlife and stuff like that. Mm. So. But but there is a trail you could take to do. There is a, yeah. So the trail that 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 I booked, um, and I'm doing it this weekend. I'm doing it next weekend, and then two weeks after that, I'm doing it again. Mm. Um, I was able to get three spots filled, and um, so the first day you walk is probably about fourteen, fifteen kilometers, mm. and you pretty much walk the most of Postburg on on the on the first day, and it sort of kind of takes you around the perimeter, mm. um, and. You you think well, it's only fifteen kilometers, and you've got the whole day. It's you know, what are you going to do for the rest of the day? You'll be lucky if you get in by four o'clock, mm. because you, not because the distance is far, but because you are going to stop and take photographs. And by day two, you're so done by taking photographs because you you see the same flowers, but it, it, it's spectacular. But you'll have so many of the same same kind of thing. Is, is the is the is the congestion getting into? The West Coast National Park was, I tell you what, um, I once had some family come over to us and they stayed over Christmas and they wanted to have a Cape Town Boxing Day beach day. Mm. And so I said, I'm not going to take you to Clifton Camps Bay, Museburg. It's going to be full. We're going to go to West Coast National Park. We're going to go to Church Haven. But. Boxing Day. But. I said, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are leaving this house at 5 a.m. in the yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah. And they thought, what? What do you? No. <laughs> like, n- believe me, and they got, yeah. I, I, I was quite stunned because I obviously want to show them a good time. Yeah. And I said, no, 5, 5.30, we are on the road. By 6 o'clock, made our way there. Traffic was heavy. Yes. By about 7 o'clock when we got to the gates <laughs> on the West Coast National Park, people were queuing on yeah. the R27. Yeah, no, I can believe it. it um, look, it is, it is a very, Church Haven is a very, very special place. And Langebaan is a very special place. And Postburg is no different you know, at, at this time of the year. So yeah, they will be queuing if you don't mm-hmm. don't get there early. Um, so yeah, you've got to just if you're going to drive up and be there, then yeah, leave mm-hmm. early and um, 
prepared to mm. to spend a bit of time waiting to yeah. get in. But once you're in, you're in, and it's beautiful. Oh, it's it's absolutely amazing. It's well worth the wait if you are going to go through the in, in, in December. Um, and you quite it's quite interesting on what's all around you. You have you can almost see Langaban. You are on yeah. the lagoon. There's the military base there. We understand. The Rekis the are based, uh, the elite task yeah, forces, they, so it's, it's right in that direct vicinity. When we did it two years ago, um, to say I jumped out of my skin is an understatement because they actually do explosive training. What? And of course, there's no warning that they're going <laughs> to let a bomb off. And it's literally like a bomb that they, they explode. Uh-huh. And it's training for them. But um, you'll be walking quite happily between the daisies and the next thing, the whole ground shakes and you get the fun of your life. So that is one thing that you have to just be be careful of. Accommodation there, if you are looking at, at uh, there are multiple day hikes. The, are, the, are the cabins that you, that you, that you can and set up on? Or no, unfortunately, unfortunately not. They've, they've, because it's only open for two months of the year, they're not going to build a cabin and, mm. and have it sitting dormant for 10 months. So, it's strictly um, for the 12 people that go in, and, and when the, the, the reserve closes at night, you're the ones, the 12 that are in there, and it's yours. And, but you, you have to take tents and um, all your gear, so you, you camp at the, the public toilets, um, and that's your, your water supply. Look, I've had friends who stayed on a, on a, on a, on a riverboat uh, in, mm. the, in the lagoon, and they would drop their Friday afternoon. Yes. A guy in a, in a dinghy took an MB, dropped off all the, their stuff, um, all their water, all their food, yeah, all their yeah. drink, and he says, cheers, <laughs> see you on Sunday. Exactly. And if you, and there's nothing else. And yeah. that's, and, and because as you say, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a working national park. It closes at night. So it's, that must be absolutely wonderful there under the stars. Not only that, when, if, if the weather is good, like it was the last time I did it, um, the, the sunset is spectacular because you're very close to the, the ocean yeah. by the time you finish. Um, so it's quite nice to just kind of have a bit of a sundown at the end of the day yeah. and watch the sun go down. It's hiking with Tim Lundy. It's a Thursday night. So if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments on some trails that you have may have done over the last while or so, you can give me and Tim a call. 021-446-0567 or 0725671567. Let's have a listen on a voice note. Hi, Leslie. We're asking about interesting roads around... Uh, in the hinterland and there's a fantastic road between Riversdale and Ladysmith with a very unknown but beautiful pass called the Garcia Pass. It's one of my favorite roads ever and I love riding it on my motorcycle. This is Glenn from Cape Town. Thanks so much, Glenn. I think, Glenn, that was in, in respect to a, a conversation that we're going to have a little bit later in the show on where we're going to be talking about favorite road trips in and around the Western Cape. But let's try another voice note now. Hey, guys. Uh, George from Fishhook. Absolutely loving the chat, um, listening to all the hiking trails and uh, just getting out and about. I think there's nothing better. Well, one of my favorite hikes is a, a circular hike inside the Cape of Good Hope Nature Reserve, the one at uh, Olifant's Boss. It is just so diverse in terms of the uh, the circular route taking you through amazing milkwood forests, long dunes, and up onto the ridge with the most incredible views. It's just unbelievably beautiful. Some shipwrecks as well. 
and um, yeah, the fact that it's sort of circular, you don't backtrack or cover the same the same route that you would normally go. So yeah, that's definitely my thumbs up. Olifant's boss inside um, the the Cape of Good Hope Nature Reserve. Can't wait to do it again. Great show, guys. Cheers. Thanks so much for that. It's that time of the year when people are coming out of their skins, coming out of hibernation. We are talking uh, hiking with Tim Lundy. If we're still going to wait three more minutes, if you have a favorite hike that you like to do and you would like to win a pair of high-tech V-Lite Oxtrail races, don't send a voice note. Don't call just yet. Send us a WhatsApp message to 0725671567. We will choose from the list of, of messages coming in who we think should get those high-tech V-Lite Oxtrail races. One thing's quite interesting there in, uh, in the Postburg Trail there in the West Coast National Park, at, um, Plenty of wildlife. I've seen oh, yes. I've seen a, a few cobras there. I've seen some ostriches there. Is it a bit of a concern if you, especially staying overnight? Uh, some of these animals obviously come out in the evening when no one's watching and no one's there. Well, I'm a bit of an animal when when the sun goes down as well. So I think they've got to worry about me more than than the actual animals. Um, no, look, I mean, there's nothing nothing of of great concern out there. Um, and you know, when it comes to snakes, you just got to be you just got to be aware and you got to be careful, mm. um, especially if it's a nice warm day when when we go tomorrow. Mm. Um, I haven't checked the weather. I know it's not raining, thank goodness. Um, so, so if people want to to book, I know it's a different entity from uh, Cape Nature South African National Parks is a different entity. How do you get in in, in touch with them to book? The so site? you can yeah you you phone you can actually phone West Coast National Park and um, make the booking. And um, as, I, as I said before, when you make the booking, you've got to be fast. You've got to be finger ready and, and be prepared to hit the redial button a couple of times because I've only got one line. And come the 1st <laughs> of June, <laughs> those that know about it will try and get in there as quickly as possible. Um, so, yeah, you've got, to be, you've got to be very quick on it. But, look, even in the, in the middle of the week, sort of Monday to Thursday, there's, there's space to, for people to, to actually go and do the trail itself. So. So we're going to be choosing our uh, hike, uh, our our winner soon. While Lid will be getting on the phone with you. If you do listen, if you are um, uh, listening and you are close by to your phone, if you do get a call, pick up, and we will be telling you whether you have won those uh, new high tech boots. Uh, where are we now? I'm looking forward to right now. I've just I've just misplaced the page because it's quite, <laughs> but it's really really cool boots. You have it on at the moment. Put your feet up on on the on on the on the little table here, and tell us what's on your what's on your feet. So these are the ox ox trails, and they are fantastic shoes. I mean, they're the one thing that I, when I put them on, the one thing I, I had to kind of double check that I had them on because they are so light and so. Um, yeah, you just you just don't feel like mm. you've got shoes on. So they actually, it's quite a quite a weird feeling when you're used to walking with big hiking boots. It doesn't look like hiking boots. They look more like 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 running shoes. It's a, it's a, it looks like a nice thin sole. Um, yeah, design like a running shoe. Is is that enough to to take on a bit of a mountain trail? You could do. I mean, these these definitely do have the grip um, for that kind of thing. Um, yeah, but uh, they they are a spectacular shoe. I wouldn't do a heavy hike with them because they're not a, a hiking boot. They're they're more of a running shoe, mm. but they've got the grip um, that you could be on a trail 
It is nine minutes to nine o'clock. You're listening to Hiking with Tim Lundy here on Tonight with Lester. After the break, we will be choosing a winner of who will be winning the high-tech V-Lite Oxtrail races. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Almost uh, six minutes to nine o'clock. We have a winner for our high-tech V-Lite Oxtrail races. Claire in Somerset West. How are you doing, Claire? Yes, I'm doing very well, thanks. Tell okay. us tell us what's your favourite hike. Um, it's the Crystal Pools hike. It's up by Stienbrough's mouth. Okay, um, so... Between Gordon's Bay and Betty's Bay. So do you go there often? Um, not often. It's only open in summer. Yeah. And you have to get a permit, so you can't just, on the spur of the moment, decide to do it. But yeah. we've done it a couple of times, and it's absolutely beautiful. There's pools that you can swim in. The water's cold, but after the hike, it's really nice to do. And it's rugged and beautiful. Lovely. And the vegetation is also... Awesome also, really beautiful. Well, congratulations, Claire. We're going to be sending those high-tech V-Lite Oxtrail races to you as quickly as possible. Uh, how often do you hike? Thank you so much. As often as I can, every weekend at least, all oh, different excellent. hikes. Well, we hope you enjoy them. That is Claire winning our high-tech giveaway. Just tell us a little bit more about these high-tech uh, uh, V-Lite Oxtrail races. Quite a quite a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, I mean, they, the, the V-Lite um, was developed 10 years ago by Hitech. And uh, a lot of their boots, a lot of their shoes have now taken on, on the, the concept. Um, and it, it was also started for the, the trail running because obviously you don't want to have heavy shoes mm. when, you, when you go running. So they are very sturdy and, and um, the technology over the last year, a couple of years, has, has definitely um, – Grown and done done very well. So. Have, have people opted for more, for less sturdier, bulky shoes to, to things that are a bit more accommodating on the foot, not as heavy, and but at the same time, if you want to do a bit of clip springing, you you can you can do that. Yeah, look, I mean, there's always a fine balance between you know you've got to have a light shoe, but you can't just have a shoe that's going to bend and flop all over the place or not have the proper kind of grip. And I mean, that's what I like about these shoes as well is that they've got um, what they call MDT. Um, which is multi-directional traction. Mm. So it um, it's not you know your tread's not just going in one one direction. It, it's so it helps you know when when you put your foot down on a rock that mm. yeah especially for trail runners when they mm. they kind of they bounce off rocks mm. <laughs> they don't have enough time to to slip off a rock because they their their next step is already coming up. <laughs> well, Tom, I hope you enjoy the Postberg flower trail tomorrow as always if people want to get hold of you want to get in touch with you for maybe a little bit of a bespoke hiking experience how can they get hold of you yeah so they can get hold of me at tim at cape town hiking um facebook is cape town hiking with tim lundy uh twitter is at hiking cape town and glam trails is cape town hiking um Sorry, what was saying? Glam Trails. So Glam Trails is uh, Glam Trails and, and uh, Cape Town Hiking is Cape Town Hiking. And of course, Tim Lundy will be back with us next week. But remember, at High Tech, they are driven by the belief that the outdoors is for everyone, no matter who you are or where you are from. You deserve to experience what the outdoors has to offer. In a world where we spend 90% of our lives indoors, they are here to give people the freedom to explore a little further and enjoy the moments that unfold. Each season, High Tech evolves the design and technologies, all with a single purpose in mind, to get the world outdoors.